0: Hi, my turtle doves. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, Mm -hmm. July 27th. I know that it's been a while since I have done a podcast. And that's because I have been like all over the place. Um, I got a new job, which was basically a promotion. Um, In addition to that, I got approved for um, I got approved to move. Um, So I'll be moving soon, you know, thank God, and hopefully sooner than I think. And there's just been a lot of things going on. So I'm here for the Transparent Tracy moment. (laughs) I'm here for the Transparent Tracy moment. I want to share some stuff with you. And I will start off with, um, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He is my stronghold whom shall I be afraid? That's Psalms 27. And when you have your spare time, I want you to go ahead and read it. Um, The last couple of months have been, um, I'm not going to say bad, and I'm not going to say perfect, because I am going to say that it started off with an issue in my house, and it made it so that I didn't even want to be in the house anymore. And the issue was little mice. Um, the issue was little mice. And one day I went to sleep, and I had a dream. And in the dream, there was a puppet master um, throwing mice from the attic into my house. And as soon as I woke up, like I was like, that was crazy. But God said, I'm trying to show you that all of the things that are happening to you right now is a distraction. Um, basically a distraction trying to keep me away from my appointed moment, my appointed time in this season where a paradigm shift is happening. And when a shift happens, you want to be able to clutch and shift, so to speak, like Pastor Yvette says, Um, you want to be able to move with the times. I know that I did a post that says, when it's time for you to move, will you be ready? Will you be able to make that move? So over, over the course of time, I will say that Things started to shift so fast. You know, I was praying for it. And then the next moment I was walking in it and I was not anchored. I was not ready. So when I changed to the new job, I got here and I wasn't prepared for the different personalities, the change in speed, the change in clientele. Um, I really wasn't ready. So I spent um, quite some time, kind of a little bit mourning The new position because I felt like I can't be myself. I felt like I couldn't laugh as much as I wanted to. Um, I couldn't be as energetic and as outgoing and as knowledgeable um, because I come from a place of knowing everything and then going to a place of knowing um, practically nothing and the things that I do know are incorporated but I can't use them because it's not the base of the position that I accepted so the knowledge that I have is usable but only to a certain extent so I kind of went into like a little mode a little funk because one of the things that I take pride on is the voice that God gave me and the way that I can look someone in the eyes and hear them say I'm not okay even though their mouth is saying I'm okay. So I can hear a person's spirit. So usually I try to speak to that thing that's inside of them because I know what it's like to be in a place where you want help. You don't want to say you need help. You want somebody to look at you and see the pain and speak into it so that you don't feel like you're begging or you don't feel like you're like oh woe is me. Lord please help me and save me. You don't want to feel like the damsel in distress. So I know it's it's like to be in that place. So I went from every single day meeting at least 40 to 50, 60, 70 people um, laughing and smiling to being in a place where there's only five people. (laughs) There's only five people and the only customer interaction is by telephone. And um, the majority of the time I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't answer that for you. Let me get someone who can. So it's not even like me speaking life into anyone. So most of the time in the midst of speaking life into someone, you're speaking life into yourself. Um, You'll tell someone, keep your head up. You can make it. And in, in the back of your mind, maybe you were struggling with someone with something. Sorry. And when you said that you can make it, you believed it yourself. Um, So I went into a funk. And every now and again, I still struggle with it because it's still the same. I'm still in the learning process. This is week three. Um, I'm on week three right now. And I feel like I'm gaining a little bit. And then I feel like I'm losing. And then you don't want to move too fast because you don't want to be a liability because there's legalities and lawyers and general counsel and things like that that are involved. We're talking about statutes and... (laughs) statutes and laws and penalties and hard time you know so um, in talking about those things so I'm enlightened because I thank God that I have the opportunity um that almost 2 3 years ago i said to the manager when you have a position let me know and then 3 years later i was one of the first people that she thought of and she pushed for me so i'm i'm appreciative to that because of the push for the favor because i always say favor ain't fair and i always say let the favor of god meet me where my faith led me so i thank god for the position um I thank God for the position, but at this moment, I'm kind of like a deer caught in the headlights. I'm like, God, I thank you for it. And then, you know, I in and, and the time that I spent mourning my position, and by mourning, I just mean like I wish I was, not that I wish I was back there, but I'm actually in the same office as my old position. And I can just look over in a glimpse, and sometimes I'll see myself zoned out, imagining myself over there, assisting the customers and being happy-go-lucky like normal and then I have to snap back in it and say hey sis come back where you are because this is your new assignment like Pastor Yvette told me Um, and I thank God for Pastor Yvette because she actually had to snap me out of the place that I was trying to go back into Um, it was a point of time instead of being grateful I was being depressed Um, Instead of being elated, I was sad about the position because I couldn't understand how this is supposed to be a great opportunity for me and it feels like this. Um, And like I said, I just came on here just to talk and just be transparent and hope that I can say something that will bless you, that will encourage you. Um, Because like I said, a lot of the times we spend praying, praying God bless me with a but free me from depression free me from depression god bless me with another job god bless me in my household and then as soon as it starts to happen before you know it you're so busy feeling the pain of the old thing that you don't recognize the new thing (laughs) You're so busy feeling the pain of the old thing that as soon as you step into the new thing, you don't even realize it. And here you are walking in your prayers and you can't even take a moment to step back from the old thing to realize that you're walking in the new thing. And Pastor Yvette did say that this is the year of the new thing. We're about to see things that we've never seen before and God is about to give us fresh manna out of the ground. And if you read the Bible, you know that manna is something that they, God said, I'm giving you, I gave you fresh manna that your forefathers never tasted um, when he was talking to the children of Israel in, in the book of Exodus. Um, so I guess in it all, um, even until now, I'm still struggling back and forth um, with not wanting to do certain things mm-hmm. just because my whole life changed. My whole entire life changed, like, and it changed within an instant, Um, and I'm grateful, and I thank God for it, and it's time to step up and rise to the occasion and accept the new assignment and do what needs to be done, and just keep on going from there. So I, and then um, also, I just want to mention, I'm not going to say her name, but I have a friend. Um, We went to college together, and one day she posted that she lost her husband. Now, the day that she posted that she lost her husband, this was around the first week of the new position where I felt like I did not know anything. I don't know anyone. Nobody's being nice to me. Um, Nobody's being extra sweet. And... I was laying in the bed and I literally was like laying there crying, trying to decide whether or not I want to go to church, trying to decide whether or not I want to do laundry, do what I want to get up and cook, do I want to do anything. I don't want to do anything right now. And in the midst of going back and forth, God allowed me to get a glimpse of her pain. And it, it it wasn't even like she posted, you know, guys, I lost my husband. I asked that you pray for us. And it wasn't even this long, drawn-out, broken, emotional post. It was just a an informative post. Guys, I'm just informing you of what I'm going through right now. This woman has two children, and she's pregnant with the third. That baby was due no more than two weeks after her father passed away. And God said... I'm not going to invalidate your pain. I'm not going to invalidate what you're going through because what you're going through is valid. I understand that you're hurt. I understand that you're in pain and you're going through what you're going through. But look at this mother of three who just lost her best friend, her help, her husband. And you're laying here trying to decide whether or not you want to keep going. After I saw her post, I was... It wasn't even that I was grateful that my problems were my problems. I immediately accepted her pain. And I said, God, I pray for her peace and her strength and that she just keeps going and understand that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Allow her to know that you can give her the peace that passes all understanding, that your grace is sufficient. When we were born into this earth, we weren't born to stay, that there's a time and a season for everything, a time to live and a time to die, and just let her know that her husband is in a place where we all hope to be one day. I got up, I took a shower, I went to church, I came back, I cooked, I cleaned, I washed dishes, <laughs> I did all the things that I was fighting myself. Um, I'm not of doing just because of depression quote unquote the thing that I do still struggle with and and you want to go back and look at my post that says um how can you be a believer and still be depressed because I have flesh a soul and a spirit remember I told you my spirit my spirit know what's up but my soul is where my emotions are And my flesh is where the sinful nature and the depression lives. And sometimes my flesh gets a little bit stronger. And that's why we fast and we pray because the Bible says, for these things come by fasting and praying only to break the strongholds and to cast out demons and to break those chains that you've been carrying around from your forefathers for so long. So, um, he allowed me to get a glimpse of this beautiful spirit. And I always say, I always say, good morning, beautiful souls, beautiful spirits. I need to change it to beautiful spirits, actually, because your soul is kind of broken, too, because that's where your emotions are. and Emotions are liars. <laughs> when you get angry, that's an emotion. When you get sad, those are emotions. Those are all things that are just liars, little liar lying <laughs> Um So he allowed me to get a glimpse of... Someone that was in pain and I feel like my sole purpose here is to bless people who are in pain because I know the pain all too well of losing a loved one a child a father a parent um A best friend and the best friends still be alive and living their lives without you happily while you're broken because you miss them so I it's not even about pain it's just experiences and the things that I've gone through and the way that he's allowed me to sit back and be quiet and observe people and I was crying the other day because I do have dreams, I do have visions, and then I also can be talking to a person, and the person can be telling me something, and I hear something totally different in my spirit. um They can be laughing and telling me about how their boyfriend um telling me a story, and all I can see is the pain inside of them, which is uncomfortable for me, but um i'm I'm grateful for it um so the majority of the time I'm talking to people i can't I can hear, and I can't relate. I can hear you but I can't relate because all I can hear is your pain or whatever it is that's bothering you at the moment and then I'm led to ask a question and then from that question it just opens a whole world of what ifs and pains and aches and things like that and then now I got tears flowing and now they're asking me questions and now I have to speak life into them so I, I, I believe that my purpose is to help people who struggle with mental disabilities and who struggle just mentally in general because a mental battle is one of the worst battles that you can fight. If you are in pain physically and you're mentally okay, your body will eventually recover. But if you're in pain physically and mentally you're just not there, everything's going to shut down because everything starts with a thought. You know? Um, so... What else did I wanna say? I wanted to say you are such a beautiful soul. You're such a beautiful spirit in everything that you go through, all of the pain that you experience, Um, all of the things that were thrown at you, but you still managed to get up and say, I'm okay, or you still managed to loan someone $20, or you still managed to go to your doctor's appointment, or you still managed to get up and cook. You still managed to get up and take a shower and comb your hair. You're such a beautiful soul. You're such a beautiful spirit because it takes a lot. It takes a lot to climb out of the place where you know, is trying to to suck you in and take you out of this thing you're such a beautiful soul the race is not won by the swift or the strong but by he who endures until the end and i pray for your endurance today i pray for your strength today i pray for your wholeness i pray that as you walk in the old as soon as you step into the new thing a shift happens in your spirit and you can recognize it and rise to the occasion my beautiful turtle dove so Normally, there's a challenge, right? So let's see. Um, today, I challenge you to prepare. I challenge you to make preparations, and what you'll be making preparations for is that the very thing that you've been praying for, God is about to do it for you. And I pray, and 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 I pray. That when he does, you can step out of the old thing and into the new. So make preparations, my turtle dove. And you say, how how can I prepare? How can I prepare for the new thing that I've never experienced? You prepare for the new thing by anchoring yourself and by fasting. Um, if you can't do it for an entire day, if you can't do it for too long because you're on medication, do it for an hour. Do it for two hours. Pick something that you really love, like coffee or candy, cakes, cookies, and pies, and just fast for. Say, God, I'm going to give up my cakes, cookies, and pies for three days. You know, and then, God, I'll give up soda. And then, God, I'll give up um, starches like rice and bread. You know, just give up certain things that you don't think that you can live without for a certain amount of time. You fast. You pray sit in front of God and one thing that I can tell you that you cannot clean yourself up for God only God can make you whole so excuse me and all of your dirtiness your fornication your sinning go sit in front of him and say God make me a new creature and you'll notice that over time God will take the taste of the very thing that's taking you under out of your mouth and before you know it you'll be a whole new creature that you don't even recognize um you won't be perfect because we make mistakes and we're in this flesh and this flesh was made to sin. You won't be perfect, but you will be a new creature walking in the new thing. So my turtle dove, take the challenge for me. make preparations to go out of the old thing and into the new thing. I love you, you beautiful soul. Keep on waking up as long as God puts life in your body. Keep waking up, taking your showers combing your hair, brushing your teeth, putting one leg in the pants and then the other leg and then one arm in the shirt and then the other arm and then walking one foot in front of the other, making it through the day. But now we want to be strategic about how we move. We want to move with purpose. We want to move with, um, with the knowing that God's grace is sufficient. Second Corinthians 12 and nine, my grace is sufficient for you. I love you, my beautiful turtle doves, with all of the love that God placed inside of me. I hope you have an amazing Tuesday. I hope you eat some tacos. Have a good day. Bye.